Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Season 2. Bitch the pots. The tea is hot. And the mead is cold. And speaking of mead, (laughs) this is my favorite episode already ever because we have... My most favorite announcement oh ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Um, we are now partnered ah! with Grenfell Meadery. Ah! And we're so, so excited about it. They are our favorite. We are drinking their mead right as we speak, we right now. We have been. You've heard us mention Grenfell Meadery. Like, we have, we yeah. Have, we have been drinking it. We've, like, shared their posts and stuff. We just mm-hmm. absolutely love them. We did not think that a sponsorship was going to be possible. Yeah. And they've <laughs> always been our favorite meadery. And there was a day that we were like, oh, like, we'd love to reach out to, like, some companies for sponsor- sponsorship. And, like, of course, the main one that we've always been like, that's the goal. That's was, the like, goal. Gr- Grenfell Meadery was yeah. always, like, the goal. We'll work our way up. Yeah, we'll it. work our way there. And then I was like, what if we just like shoot our shot? Like it was Aries it season. It was Aries season. In the heart of Aries season, she's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna message him right now." I'm yep. like, that's, 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 "Okay." <laughs> and I was literally water signing it. I'm like, "No, that's good because." And both of us were like, "They're not gonna say anything." Because, like, they're established. They're doing well. They're, they're too big. They don't know who we are, you know? Cool. It's like, it's like the, in high school, like, they're too cool for us anyways. Right. Fine. And so we're my, the weird theater kids. We're the weird history we kids. We are the weird theater history kids, <laughs> for sure. Like, who wear corsets to school. Literally, and, like, yeah. yeah. And we were, I was like, no, it's okay, because then... Years down the road, when we're established and we reach out again, yeah, I'll they'll be, be like, like, "Oh my gosh, four years ago, like they were still we thinking of us." You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, "Yeah, let's do it. Like, let's yeah. talk." And then they responded with like, because we followed them and everything, yeah. you know, like we were fans. We drank their meat. It was our favorite. Yeah, they responded and said, "Oh yeah, we listen to your show. We really like it. <laughs> we were thinking of reaching out to you guys, and we're like, and then we cried for approximately forty-seven minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we stopped crying. No. Like, I, I still <laughs> actually actively cried. Yeah, like <laughs> it was literally like." Just glory on the highest because, like, if nothing else, Emily and I are shit fucking salesmen. <laughs> and so it had to be something. Like, it couldn't just be a thing that we're yeah. trying to sell. You know, it had to be something that we're like, no, we love this thing. Exactly. Like, we something we were, to... like, so genuinely passionate about. Oh, gosh. And so we have to tell you just a little bit about Grenfell before we get into our our episode yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because it's, it's just... Just so cool. So Grenfell Meadery, that's spelled G-R-O-E-N-N-F-E-L-L. So beautiful, so mystical, so it mead. Is like I love it. Um, they also have Havoc Mead, which is a second brand that started a bit after Grenfell. Both of these corporations are proudly women-operated and women-owned. We oh, love yes. it. And the difference between the two is Grenfell is more the historically-based meads. Yeah, and Havoc's like the craft meads, mm-hmm. and they have like all these different like flavors and stuff. Um, my very, very, very favorite of all of theirs is a Havoc mead. It's the hop one. It's hop swarm dry hopped mead, and it's like floral. It has that like 
hop taste, but it's not like super bitter or mm-hmm, anything mm-hmm. like that. But I am a beer person. I fucking love mead. We know I love mead. Our podcast is called Spill the Mead. Hello. I fucking love mead, but I also love beer. I have beer several times a week. And my this girl is loves like, beer. I love beer. This has a beer-ish taste to yeah. it. That's like the thing it's about so Grimfell is like if you're a beer drinker, they've got something for you. Yeah. If you like if you like specific types of beer, like a sour, oh my god, they have the Be Proud Orange Cassis mead. Mm-hmm. It's this like great sour that blend. So good. Oh my gosh, it has like orange juice and like black currant notes. If you're a um a seltzer liker, you they have options. Oh for my you. gosh, they've got they options. have a mamosa, which is like a they blood orange mimosa. mead. And if you're just Mother's like Day. a good old mead drinker, like tonight I am drinking like their old fashioned mead. It's called old fashioned. Think like the whiskey drink. So it has mm-hmm. like the cherry and orange bitter notes so that good. like oh god, it's so fucking good. And it's finished in a rye whiskey barrel, and you can tell, but it's mead. Oh but my it's gosh. mead. That- and and Oh my gosh, they're located in Vermont, which is just like a weird thing because so my mom's whole family is from Vermont. My mom was born and raised in Vermont. God, that's, so Th- that's such a small state. We're from a large state with very few people. Yeah, on <laughs> all the, the West way Coast. on the other side of the U.S. So like the fact that like it's just people from Vermont and people from Idaho like coming back together again, oh like God. oh, it's just so beautiful. And you know what? If you look at Vermont and Idaho, we basically look like the same state, just flipped upside down. That's like I love that. That's the universe <laughs> yeah. saying we're saying all right some. where we need to be. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, and like meat isn't super widely accessible. I feel like like where Maddie and I live, you cannot buy a lot oh. of mead like in a store, like. Yeah. In any random store. That's not a thing that happens here. Like, you have to go to specific stores, and they may or may not have it. And oh, like, yeah. But Grenfell ships all across the U.S. They keep expanding and expanding. And I'm going to go ahead and, like, throw the link straight to our landing page, like, mm-hmm. where you can go, and our coupon will automatically be applied, and you can, like, order it and, like, listen to an episode and drink a glass of mead and just, like... <laughs> a great time right yeah we'll have that link in our show notes we will also have it on all of our social media and mm-hmm. our link pop link just click on grimfell um and that will automatically apply the code if not you can also just head on over to grenfell.com that's g-r-o-e-n-n-f-e-l-l and you can just enter spill the mead 10 in the discount code at checkout and please do enter spill the mead 10 in that little code box there so they know that we sent you and you get 10% off and everybody wins we want to like we want the world to know and to try this we want them to expand and go so far we love them so much oh my gosh and if you don't listen to this episode and by the end be like me needs to make a comeback like I don't I don't even know what I'm doing anymore if that's not the way you feel after this because today is such a fun episode because we are doing the history of mead this is also Maddie and I's first like tandem episode yeah where so we were given this book by one of our listeners hi coco we love you so much um (laughs) one of our listeners sent this to us it is the book is called mead oh that's the title um by fred minnick it's the prettiest little book you've ever seen it's so gorgeous and we split the book up by each country and the history of mead within that country so neither of us knows like we usually do 
Neither of us knows what the other person researched. Like, we don't know any of the information specifically. Yes, if you are new here, our normal formula and what it still is, this right. is just a special episode, is one of us will come in and have a fully researched story and the other one has no clue what it is. Mm-hmm. And we are, like, if Emily comes in with her story, I'm hearing it for the first time. We're all reacting together. Like, we're all like, what the fuck? This one is still that way. Like, I have no clue what Emily's countries are. Like, she doesn't know, like, what mine are. Like, and so that's all a surprise. But this is, like, the first one where we're both presenting information in the same episode, basically. so So I only have half the story when it comes to me. Maddie only has half the story. So Ah. we're all going to learn it all together. And it's It's going to be great. Come together in this beautiful little fusion. And we hope that you love it. And we hope that you... You're here to stay and listen to some of our other episodes. Yeah. I think you'll like it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's fucking talk about mead. So if you don't know, mead is, it's also referred to as honey wine sometimes. And it's, it is like wine in a way. So it is at the very, very base of it. It is honey, water, and yeast. It is an alcoholic honey drink. And there are different types of like variants across the world. So there's like um, piment, which includes grapes or grape juice. So that's even more like Mm -hmm. wine-ish. Or there's methaglin, which has spices in it, especially like baking spices. There's a braggot, which I had heard that word before, but I didn't know what it was. I was gonna say, I like that word. Yeah. And it's like a malted mead basically God, i don't even know if i knew it was connected to me i i mean i must have. I where else did i, I did hear either, that word right i don't think i did I though like, i love it even more now yeah there's a i don't know how it's pronounced it's either boche or boche i want to say boche it sounds boche. prettier and that's like a caramelized oh mead. god that's it right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um so there's like different types there's also like Tej, which I will be talking about later in this episode. Um, but yeah, there's different types and everything. There's different types of bees. Um, I swear to God, I want to do like a whole episode on the history of bees because I learned about the Africanized bee, which was developed by a Brazilian scientist in the 1950s, mm. who I am not shitting you. I, I read this in the book, who bred together European honeybees and African honeybees trying to make like a better pollinator or uh-huh. like honey producer and they ended up being killer bees oh, and they've fuck. killed over a thousand people oh shit fuck okay they're really good pollinators though and they do create a lot of honey but well, they're also you know, terrifying it is you know you you <laughs> you take your wins where you can get it yeah and there's also like the minnesota uh hygienic bee oh don't you know yeah we're like if if a hive is like infested with mites they send in these like little minnesota bees and they go in and they they get rid of all the mites yeah they're like oh you go on and get out of here you know oh god it's probably so polite oh and the yeah the mites are like damn it okay okay are you from minnesota are you the sweetest human being well absolutely get the fuck out of here but that's like the basics also mead is very likely the oldest alcohol ever. Mm-hmm. I believe um, it. Yeah. So in the Neolithic period, there was mead found, or what Neolithic. scientists suspect is mead. In ancient China, they found a container with traces of honey and yeast in it. Oh my god! So they believe that that was the very first alcohol ever, like, purposefully made and consumed ah! by human beings. And it was mead, you oh guys. Oh my god, yeah. that is amazing. That is literally like 
over 7,000 years ago, just for perspective's sake. That's fucking wild. That is crazy. Yeah. All right, so Maddie, do you want to start us off? I'm going to start us off with ancient Greece. (sighs) I know. Ugh, I've got to... I've got to do it. I've got to do the Patreon plug here. I have to anyways, because some of this will sound familiar if you are if on you're a Patreon. Patreon. Yes. Um, on Patreon, Emily and I have additional content. Um, I do a series on the mythology behind the Zodiac sign. It's so fucking cool. It's crazy because <laughs> Greek mythology. <laughs> yeah, because Greek mythology is wild it is wild zeus is out here banging everything that moves uh-huh. and it's wild and Hera's pissed and killing and the Hera's wrong people bad. for it yeah. and like it's it's all crazy yeah. um emily also has a lot of great stuff on patreon she has the um history of expressions like common expressions and like yes. where that comes from she's mm-hmm. also like put some games together for me like I historical did. would you rather mm-hmm. like it's just like a fun little like hodgepodge you know so there's so many just like little extra things we, we think you'll like it so if you're already on patreon this is gonna sound a little mil- familiar where we start all of this off so we're gonna start it off with the argonauts Okay, so they drank mead before their quest for the Golden Fleece. Oh, Little shit. Shout out to Ares. Ares. Um, they also brought mead along with them on this dangerous journey across the sea to get mm-hmm. this magic golden fleece of the magic golden ram. <laughs> um, and another famous Argonaut named Ida used mead to cure colds fevers and even dysentery which is like whoa literal inflammation of the intestines Uh, isn't that is that the shitting yourself yes it's like bloody diarrhea oh yeah you know they used mead yeah (laughs) you know what like the one thing if if i'm having shitty diarrhea or bloody diarrhea and (laughs) shitty diarrhea is yeah (laughs) you know yeah yeah but if that's what's happening and you're like drink some meat about it it'll fix it i would be like fuck yeah oh yeah that is the only thing that will fix this i'm sure of it oh yeah i'll be like crouched over my little hole and just like bring it to me (laughs) like my hand will like my head will be buried in my one hand my other one's out bring me the meat for the goblet for the horn yeah (laughs) for the whatever filled with me whatever it doesn't matter straight into my mouth yeah (laughs) um so ida this Argonaut who was using mead for medicinal purposes, he would go on to slay Castor, Gemini plug, oh to God. win the hand of his bride. And after that battle, Ida famously clutched with two hands a gold goblet of sweet honey mead, also called honey wine, as, yes. as we stated. Um, and he drank to his victory. Well, as our honeybees know, Pollux was off in the corner, um, snotting all over himself, begging <laughs> Zeus, crying because he couldn't live without yeah. his mortal twin brother, which was really yeah. a quadruplet. It's very complicated. Anyways. <laughs> but pretty cute. Get on Patreon if you want. They love each other. Um, now, you can't talk about Greek mythology without talking about Zeus. Oh, right? Jesus Christ. Here we go. Here we go. It's mellow. Oh. This is mellow Zeus. I I don't think that yeah, that it sentence is. makes it. New sentence. Yeah. Never before spoken. <laughs> it's mellow Zeus. It's mellow Zeus. Never said that He's not fucking anything. Whoa, Zeus. Yeah. Zeus because, kept in his pants for once. Well, he's Where's a toga. He's a baby. So oh, oh, okay. when Zeus was born. Love like, to hear more about baby Zeus. A little baby Zeus. Um, His mother, Rhea. 10 out of 10 on the name, first um, of all. Hell yeah. Um, she hid the baby Zeus from his father, Kronos, who was also Rhea's brother. 
you can just take a time uh, to uh, digest that one. Uh, well, there is Greek mythology. This right explains there. a lot. Yep. Um, <laughs> but she was hiding him from Kronos and she hid him on the island of Crete. And there he was nursed solely with milk and honey, <gasps> largely honey. And so because of this, Zeus would go on to believe that honey held all kinds of powers. It like, does. It does. Um, like raising people from the dead. Duh. That's a proven fact. Like Obviously. you heard it here first. Yeah. Um, and he also thought that it gave people these godly like objectives and aspirations in their life. It does. Also true. Yeah. Can confirm. Well, and of course, now we know like godly back then was like serving the gods like him. It serves me. <laughs> like you're going to yeah. like, eat honey, you will serve me. You yeah. Know? yeah. So like lo- love that for him. Yeah. But some drama. Drama time. Um, it's it argued me. among scholars that Mead actually plays a super, super important role in Greek mythology because a lot of historians today believe that nectar and ambrosia is actually Mead. So this is like super debated. Like people are like really up in arms over if nectar and ambrosia is actually Mead or not. Okay. So both of these things, nectar and ambrosia, were known as divine food or drink. So ambrosia in particular... A lot of people think that it was a food or could be eaten. Um, some sources even describe ambrosia as like a whole meal. Whoa. Um, ambrosia is a whole ass meal, you know? Um, <laughs> she's not just a snack, oh baby. Gosh, she's, she's a whole, a whole ass whole meal. Ambrosia. <laughs> um, but some sources say that, <laughs> that ambrosia and nectar actually were these hallucinogenic mushrooms like love that source yeah they were that source is a pisces (laughs) um but many sources heavily imply that ambrosia could in fact be mead nectar is the one though like that one's known as like the honey drink yeah like oh man come on like people still debate that one oh my gosh you can't convince me that the nectar of the gods isn't anything other than either mead well, and mead it's is, mead. Mead is <laughs> the nectar mead. of the gods. It literally is. And is like, it? Yes. I, I say okay. that like a few lines down. Oh, my girl. God. Look oh. at me. Look, look, at, look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? I love you. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me, man. But um, <laughs> no one knows like what they technically literally were. It was never right. stated. Okay. But like my opinion, Emily's opinion, we always have an opinion. Um, About everything. It was mead. Nectar, at least, was like for sure mead. Like ambrosia. Yeah, okay. I still think it was mead. Nectar for sure, though, yeah. was mead. Nectar of the gods was such a thing associated with mead that it became like a saying. Like, they made fetch happen with that. Oh, my. Like, nectar of the gods is mead. Oh, my God. Even though now today we fucked it up with most things. And the popular cocktail that you can order in bars called nectar of the gods has, in fact, no mead in it. But, like, vodka, rum, pineapple juice, schnapps, and, like, that kind of thing. But, which, wait, like, fuck whoa, me Whoa, whoa. Yeah, but, like, whoa. Rewind. There's not even honey in it? No. No, I know. I know. Ugh. That's like, not a mead version. That like, kind of irritates me a little bit. I was going to say, like, why. someone. I'm kind of annoyed. Someone get on that. Um, someone. <laughs> um, <laughs> another fun thing about Grenfell, which you'll be seeing, if you haven't already, because, like, even before, again, you you know them, because even before we partnered with them, we were sharing their stuff. They come oh, out with obsessed. mead cocktails all yes. the time. And so, yeah, so we'll, we'll send some of those, like, check our stories, because, like, we always share those, because they're oh, so, yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, that's the nectar of the gods we're drinking nowadays. But mead also appears in mythology, mostly is metheglin, 
which was a drink that was like a different variation of mead. I mean, it was mead, but just like a different version of it. Right. And it had a lot of herbs and spices in it, and people would drink it to like honor the dead, mostly. Oh, that's which, beautiful. Like, please drink mead when I die. In my honor. Um, to be clear, get fucked up yeah. on mead when I die. Black in honor. <laughs> in honor of me. Yeah. Get fucked up, yeah. baby. Like, please. <laughs> I'll be there as a little ghosty floating above your head, like, I'm so proud of you, baby. Yeah. Just like <laughs> tipping the cup even more. Yeah. Like, and then also, please drink responsibly. Yeah. But like, get fucked up. Baby. Yeah. Like, for sure, like, get an Uber home or maybe just stay where you're at, but get fucked up. In my honor. Yeah. Don't it, remember me. All funeral. in my honor. No. Yeah. <laughs> Ugly. Cry, no, I want that girl. If puke. you remember, yeah, if you remember anything, you're gonna remember what a fucking Rachel it was. Yeah, that's my go. that's my funeral right there. Love that for yeah. all of us. Um, so metheglin would go on to be like the mead style that would be like preferred by different areas of the world. So like Britain is really gonna mm-hmm. pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it hurts to say it because metheglin is so associated with Greece and always will be, but other other places of the world grabbed onto that and just did it better and that's coming from the book yeah um but there is another variant of mead that is still in use today and pretty much the same type of uses as it was all the way back in ancient greece and it's a version of mead okay and it's called oxymel okay so the ancient greek word oxymeli was I don't know I put an Italian accent on that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> she even did the like yeah, Italian no, hands. That's incorrect. But you know what? Oxymelli. Something about it felt really bright. So uh, did it? I don't blame oh, you gosh. for it. Yeah. Um so it translates to acid and honey. Oh. So the short version is this is a mixture of honey and vinegar that was used as a medicine. Okay. But here's the slightly longer, little more interesting version. So the Greeks can pretty much take full credit for the mixture of like honey, vinegar, and water, like this oxymo like concoction. Yeah. Like, the Greeks did this. And they prescribed it for pretty much everything. So okay. yeah, like this really important medicine, like this is how well it worked, how good it was. It was in full use, prescribed heavily and frequently, like into the eighteen hundreds. It's mead. <laughs> yeah, like it's literal meat. You know what? We'll That's fix what it is. Literally arthritis meat. Oh God! It's like you know what's gonna fix your bad eyesight meat? Meat. It's meat. Yeah. Because you know what? You're gonna forget about your problems if you drink a little bit of meat. You're gonna drink a so, little bit of meat. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. It does help. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, who's going to like fix the feud with your annoying coworker over like whose lunchbox should be first in the break rooms like refrigerator meat? Meat, baby. Mead's it's all meat, and also like meat. It, honey is like genuinely yeah. very good for you. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the antioxidants in mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, ask any doctor, what kind of cough syrup should I give my child? And they're going to tell you honey. Honey, baby. Give them honey. Give them honey. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. In the 1800s, they knew it. Like brands were advertising this oxymel, it's mead, um, as invaluable for coughs, asthma, whooping cough. All kinds of things oh like my that. Gosh. And it this was, ties into my next part, so I love this. Ooh, love that. Yeah. Love this. Um, it's known for its relaxing emollients, especially mm. during a fever, you know, because it takes the edge off because it's mead. Um, <laughs> because um, it's I, alcohol. It's yeah, it's mead. And it does that for you. Um, yeah. Yep, sure is. It was also the preferred treatment for smallpox. Really? Like, yeah, all of, yeah, that is what <laughs> everyone with the Got with the, the pox? Smallpox? Yeah. <laughs> Mead. Mead it up, baby. (laughs) So the leading style of Greek oxymel was called Julian oxymel, and it contained 30 ingredients. 
this mead. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm not going to list them because there's no point. We, do, we 30? don't know what they are. 30! That's how, like, intricate and intense this That's was. That's the thing is I feel like mead overall is a very simple drink. Yeah. Typically. But holy shit. Oh, yeah. No. And so after a while, uh, recipes for Oxymel would go from calling for honey mixed with water and vinegar to just straight up calling for mead. Like, yeah. pour some meat in that bitch. Yep. That's, like, one of the 30 ingredients. <laughs> I can just meat. Quote, pour some meat in that bitch. Pour some meat <laughs> in that bitch. And, like, the Greeks didn't further develop oxymel into a drinking mead because it worked so well medicinally. Just exactly as it was. Yeah. Okay. And the um, Greeks' cultural drinking habits, like, really shifted more towards wines and, like, ouzo. Yeah. And, like, those and a couple others would end up being their national drinks. But oxymel still lives on today. You can get it off Etsy today. I found some. Holy shit. And I might, like, get some for, like, yes. when I'm sick because... I love yes. That. Like, can we make our own? I love it. Also, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the answer is to everything, yes. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Oxymel is a great example in showcasing how the Greeks thought that, like, honey and mead had healing properties. And it was, like, something of the gods. Like, they Ooh. thought that, like, mead, for the longest time, they thought that, like, mead came from the gods like in full form it came down from the heavens is ripped down yep. just exactly as is but i love this the ancient greeks are ancient greek and and they're so smart and at one point they were like no man makes mead like yeah it, we can do this you know we have the power to do that and they started making mead so it no longer existed only in the godly realm they figured it out so let's talk about mead in the mortal world in, okay, in yeah. ancient Greece. So they we already know that they linked honey and mead to the gods, right? Like Zeus was nursed on this, Pearl yep. life raises people from the dead, all of that stuff. And so they had a really firm understanding that honey prolonged life, right? Okay, Which yeah. We, we talked about honey is good for yeah. you, you know? But because of this, they like really cherished their bees just oh, like we do. Oh my god, I fucking love that that comes up in a in like some of my research like some of the parts i read too is like the way that cultures like love their bees they love their bees they're honeybees it's It's very cute we love our honeybees we love our honeybees that's That's you guys that's our little baby bees we love you the greeks were like just cherishing these bees they just love them and they were really pioneers in beekeeping and they studied it immensely and they kept these really careful records of what worked in their hives and what didn't work that well like they figured out that smoke was a great distraction while you're collecting mm-hmm. the honey yeah yeah and hippocrates who would go on to be called oh, the shit. father of modern medicine yes that guy literally said quote honey and pollen cause warmth clean sores and ulcers soft and hard ulcers of the lips heal carbuncles and running sores end quote like he knew like bees know what the fuck is up yeah like a soft and like ulcers Uh on the lips like birds bees chapstick birds bees fucking shout out shout out to birds bees second sponsor (laughs) um yeah because i literally it might still be in my bio on instagram but i think it is i think it is it's been like bert's main bee oh yeah (laughs) like main bee like as in bitch but like but (laughs) but also main bee because i fucking love birds bees i love their chapstick also weird little note their honey flavor scented whatever chapstick tastes like meat 
Oh my god. It does. It does. I have it. Like, it does. I have it at home. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm the wow. one who bought it for you because I was like, yep. bitch, this tastes like meat. Yep, yep, yep. My or it smells. I don't know. You probably shouldn't be eating your chapstick. Don't eat chapstick. Oh. But like, you know, the little taste you get from it. Yeah. It tastes like you meat. You like give your lips a little licking, you know? When you, you get s- a little kiss kiss. Yeah. <laughs> like when you look in, like you lock eyes with that special someone across the bar and like give them a little <laughs> wink and a little little honey lip lick. Yeah, you know? the little like shy look you like made. <laughs> like, Maddie like looked down and like looked back <laughs> up at me. I felt like a really in character. Did you like that? Was that good? I like, like my stomach had some butterflies in oh it. Oh my god. Oh, there was, I like, like Forgot. <laughs> I forgot how to do that. That's you like really ten good at it. No, I, I'm pretty sure we're in love now. Oh my god. Like, okay. You would like, like who? I'm Maddie's true love. Yeah. Emily would take me home. Put that on the record right now, and I would give you some more uh, honey chapstick. Oh my because god. Because it tastes like mead. That's all that we're gonna be doing in there. We're gonna be like yeah. another room, like ugh, like putting like <laughs> Bert's piece chapstick. We're out of Quenfell. <laughs> we're just like putting <laughs> chapstick on our lips over and over, like a couple psychos. Like, but you know what? That being said, I fully believe that honey would cure an ulcer on my lip. Oh, absolutely. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And not only Hippocrates was singing its praises, Aristotle. Oh my god. A little guy named Aristotle. Never heard of him before. He gives us the most wide-ranging examination of bees during this whole time period. Whoa. Like Aristotle went off. So he made huge leaps to bring meat into the mortal world and the realm of chemistry. So fucking Stottle. Before he started experimenting, people at this specific time in ancient Greece didn't really have like any concept of like mixing things together to like create drinks like that. Like okay. again, they thought that mead came down as mead from the heavens. Like it wasn't really <laughs> There's like, some bro in the back just like with a big old jug. Yeah. <laughs> with, just like, like honey going and yeast off. and water. Yep, just going. Fermenting. They literally <laughs> Yeah, like nectar of the gods. They thought that like the gods came down. <laughs> and then he's like handing it out. It's his bar they're like oh the gods gave us this mead he's like fucking shit you guys i took literally three months to make this like mead was just like accidentally being made places i guess like the gods like dumped this down like i don't know maybe it was this was when they figured out how to make mead but yeah, it was like, you know, these are things that are really common to us now. Like today we boil water and sugar to make a simple syrup or yeah. mix tomatoes and wine to make a sauce. But they didn't realize like this form of chemistry quite yet. Like it yeah. was still a very new concept in this region. Then Aristotle comes along and now they realize that they can create not just me, but their own alcohol. So now that they realized they could make their own alcohol, it was fucking on. Mm -hmm. So they started experimenting. They were constantly on the hunt for flavor. And we know back then Greek chefs were cooking with wine and mead. Like in the same way that you render down like wine and stuff, they were doing it with mead. Yeah. Right. I never thought to do that. Yeah. You know, Um, we don't know what it did with like the flavor profile and stuff Mm -hmm. but like are people still out there doing that i don't know i love it yeah um but then they were like "Mm, we could do more like let's add some herbs to like flavor yes and so and back then the herb of choice was thyme like that the greeks love them sometime and to this day 
thyme-based honey is the most sought-after honey out there. Whoa. Yeah, like bee, um, bee apiaries now like like to be next to like thyme fields. Like thyme is a big thing. Ooh, like if they're getting their nectar from like mm-hmm, thyme. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And that came from Greece. And so like with that, uh, we can still see the effects and Greek influence on me today like we can in a lot of things, right? Yeah. Um, like thyme-based honey and adding herbs and flavor and like the overall chemistry of it all, all came from Greece. So that's, like, where we're kicking off. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, that's amazing. And then, like, I feel like this transitions perfectly right into the Roman Empire. Oh, my God. Love that. Which was my next part. And this feels very fun, too, because, like, our first ever episode was me telling a story about a ruler of the Roman Empire, who was terrible, to be clear. Oh, so terrible. Um, One of our, like, least favorites of all time. Yeah. Yeah, we really started off on quite the foot. Um, yeah. <laughs> hero, fuck you, man. Yeah. Um, go if back you, and listen If to you can one, make guys. it past uh, episode one, you were here to stay. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're you're. True and one, then when guys. you made it up to Sato and you're like, oh, God, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And honestly, like, there isn't a whole ton to say on on Mead in ancient Rome. Um, but Mead was, like, suspected to be involved in major parts of the Roman Empire's history. But it's uncertain, you know, like okay. we can guess. Okay. But like, was it? Some speculation. We love yes. that here. And I would like to know at this time, there were two separate products to distinguish. So personally, we've said this a couple times already. If someone asked me if I wanted a glass of honey wine, I would assume they were referring to mead. Yeah, that's what I would also assume. Yeah. However, in ancient Rome, the term honey wine could have been referring to mead or actual like grape wine. That had honey added to it. God, that still sounds like so dope. Yeah. I wonder it, what oh, like Yeah, it does. I wonder what like the like difference in taste would be. Right. I want, like I feel like it would be comparable. Obviously it's gonna taste different. Catch know, me like, like at my house, like pouring a glass of wine, <laughs> just like squirting some cheap ass honey into a glass and like trying yeah, like, so hard to stir like it. Like boxed wine with like my little like plastic bear like <laughs> squeezing it. <laughs> Like a clink clink with my butter knife, like just like over and over and over. It's just not, yeah, not mixing properly. But we're gonna try. Um, yeah, I really want to know. But that's the hard part. Is like, were they talking about meat or was it like wine with honey added or was it like okay wine with honey? Yeah, it's so hard. Um, but just yeah, keep that in mind as we're going forward. So then. During Julius Caesar's time, hey, yeah, the Roman Empire took over many parts of Britain, so they took control over land that was occupied by Celtic tribes, and which is, you know, Roman. Rome was Roman. Rome was Roman. <laughs> they were Roman around, and they were taken over every part of Europe. Yes, and also, by force. Um, one thing about Julius Caesar is he banged Cleopatra. We have an episode on that. He did do that. He did do that. In fact, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah there's going to be a so callback to like a couple people we've already talked about, uh, which no, is really fun. Look at this go. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It's it's so interesting how we inadvertently like tied so many things back to Mead that I know. we just did not realize. We had, we had no clue. Yeah, no, no idea. Um, so they were taking over all this land that just already was settled by Celtic tribes. And these tribes were the main drinkers of meat at the time. Okay. This time being 
early BC, like 120 to 50 BC. This is really early. Early, early. Mm -hmm. So because of this, mead was looked down on by the higher class of Romans because it's like a peasant drink. The tribes are drinking it. It's a peasant drink. Well, you're missing out. Yeah. And (laughs) they're having a great time. Yeah. And this like to me is like, it's shocking, but it's also just like proof of how like these little societal perceptions can influence large parts like large portions of a population. Oh yeah. Right? Like I would think that like mead would be for nobles and then like you putting honey in your wine would be for the peasants, you know. Right. Because yeah. I think of mead and I think of like medieval times and I think of kings and queens yeah. and like yeah. and so I think like a king or a queen would be drinking this and I want to go to a Renaissance fair and I expect the king and queen to have a glass of mead in their hand. Like yeah. that is the perception I have, but like they're thinking of it as like these tribes that they look down upon and think of as being like a more wild and like less settled and like intelligent people than they are, which is not true. Yeah. But like that's the way that they're seeing it. Well, they're mead drinkers, so we're better than them. So we're not gonna drink mead. Hmm. So it's like it's fucking stupid. That's but stupid. like that yeah. humans that gonna human. Yeah. Um and so <laughs> mead was a peasant drink, but honey in particular is extremely important to the Romans. Like, even though they look down on mead, honey is very important to them, which makes it even more dumb. It's like, I was say, like just don't no, it's ferment alcohol. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, now it's dumb. Yeah, it's like, if you fermented it and made it delicious alcohol. I was going to say, like, mead is literally like honey, but make it fun. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, the Romans are like, no. <laughs> hey, Grenfell, new byline. <laughs> honey, but make honey, it fun. Honey, but make it fun. Oh my God. Speaking of which, Grenfell also sells like jars of like honey. Oh my gosh, yeah. Almost forgot to mention that. So if you are not an alcohol drinker, there is something for you. They have something for you. And if you live in Vermont or like near Vermont or something and just like want to like go over there and And give everyone a little smooch on the forehead. Don't do that. Yeah, no, don't. Okay, well, give everyone a a metaphorical little smooch on the forehead. Yeah, and like get back to us and just let us know how lovely it is. I'm so jealous, dude. They post like, they're also big Lord of the Rings people. And, and they post like all these Lord of the Rings events that they, they do, do and stuff, and I'm just like, I'm so far. They away. provide mead for some like Renaissance fairs in oh, the yeah. area, and like I'm Viking so weddings and jealous. shit. Like, no, I'm so jealous. So jealous. Yeah. Swallow, swallow the jealousy. Um, but <laughs> swallow the jealousy. This is Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> this is Idaho. We're so far away. But um, they do at least appreciate honey. So honey is used on and with tons of food, and it is. Calling it back to what Maddie was just saying about the Greeks, it was used for many medical procedures, including, and this is a direct quote from our source, Mead, like the book Mead. called Mead by Fred <laughs> Minnick. Um, it was used for, quote, cesareans, oh. amputations, oh. baby mouth sores. That one makes sense. Okay, yeah, I see that. Snake bites. Oh, shit. Okay. Getting back into it. Oh, God. And just about everything else. What is the what are you still eating it for the amputation? That may seem like a dumb are you, question. Are you doing but like, a little drizzle drizzle? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are it's you working. like dipping the saw in honey first and then just Feels going like for it? maybe this is where mead would be yeah. more helpful. Yeah. Like, hey, if you're gonna be 
if you were going to have your leg amputated, yeah. you know what would help? Being fucking wasted. Yeah, I need a juice cup of Oxymel. Oh. <laughs> to the dome. Like, like right a 32-ouncer yeah. juice cup, please. Yeah. Like, yeah, like 40 <laughs> methaglin hands. Like, just yes. tape them to me. Like, here we go. <laughs> like, I can't. Edward Mead hands. Edward Mead hands. Over Love here, that. yeah. Um, so when it came to food, a honey was used in the way that we now use salt and pepper. Oh, like just I a typical that. universal. You probably like keep it honey on your on table, table. Yeah. yeah, and just be like, "Hey, can you pass the honey?" And you just do a little drizzy drizz. Uh, that's top. probably where those cute like honey spoons, like little wooden ones, you oh know, my God, came so from. Cute. Like, a little drizzy drizz. Yeah. Probably, and that honestly sounds amazing. No, salty yeah. food, sweet food, and now we have the plastic bear, which I love. The plastic bear. You know what but... I? Oh, so cute. But you know what I'm imagining? <sighs> um. The Princess and the Frog, Tiana, in that one song, and she's got a little thing of honey. And she goes, yeah, she does a little drizzle on top oh of the beignets, gosh, and she shakes the her beignets. little hips. Yep, and that's like that I'm little imagining. like powder sugar. Yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, that's yes, what I'm imagining oh my God, oh my God. on all the food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love salty food, but like drizzle a little honey on the yeah, top of the yeah. salty food. Oh my God. Am I gonna try honey on a taco? Probably. Yeah. Here we go. <gasps> oh my gosh, am I gonna like elf? this yeah yeah you are on top of spaghetti yeah i am yeah i'm gonna i'll I'll let you guys know in a plastic bag yeah i'll report back (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it was like their go-to seasoning despite honey being wildly popular because celtic tribes love mead mead was then not necessarily like forgotten or like banished but it was like one of the lesser desirable alcoholic beverages by the higher class romans who tended to mainly drink wine which is like, oh my god, it's basically wine. It is, but like more mead for them. You yeah, know? Like, you know, you keep your wine. At least the tribes get more mead. It's I fine. will like say it right now, right here. Like I will declare it to the world. Mm-hmm. I will choose mead over wine any day. I any day. also absolutely wholeheartedly agree yeah. with that. And statement. I like wine. I also love wine. Well, but- okay, wait. I need okay. I, anyone that knows me is going to listen to this and be like, Maddie, go fuck yourself. You only drink barefoot Moscato. So when I say I love wine, I guess I mean that. I, I do, I do <laughs> like all wines, but yeah. like, I'm, I'm not like a, I do lean you towards know, a sweeter wine. I'm not yes, going to and I, and I don't, I don't know I'll wine. drink a red. I'll yes. drink a red. I don't know wine. I am no some. Yeah, I was going to say like me saying like, I love wine makes it seem like, I'm like, I like my steak. I'm like the, the whites red. of white girl levels. Like, white, I love yeah, wine. Like, white. Barefoot Moscato. <laughs> no, let me be or clear. The, or a pink Moscato. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love no, that? see, a rose. Yeah. We cannot say, I love wine. You no. have to say, I love wine. And then I everyone understands wine. what kind of wine we like. like oh, no, I like love Moscato. wine. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Like, um, wine, but add a lot of sugar yeah. to it. If I can drink this wine through a straw, that's my wine. <laughs> and I love this wine. <laughs> but any type of mead, I can drink that Any mead. type of mead, the, There's the difference right there. That's yeah. why I prefer mead over yeah. wine. It's because I can't have any type of wine without being like... <clears throat> just like, it's like you're like <laughs> tasting like something from the past too. Like something that like, people have had oh, for really so long. Does. And I guess wine too, but not mis- not barefoot Moscato. <laughs> but like, mead is like... Not barefoot when you, Moscato, like, no. taste it, you know, it's just like something, something so warm and familiar about it. It is. Know? Like, I've had this in a past life. It hits you in the soul. Yeah, but, yeah, Romans would use, this is so interesting, they would use mead and wine interchangeably to fatten their livestock. Oh. So they'd soak grains in it. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I was like picturing like bottle like down a cow throat or something. I'm, like, no, I don't no, like no, no. Like they that. they soak the grains in okay. it and feed it to their livestock. And I can't argue that those animals weren't made fatter and probably happier. They're from so happy. They're definitely suffering from some liver damage. But it doesn't really matter if you're gonna plan on like killing them for their meat anyways like and, they're not gonna live to the old age where your liver damage matters no and like back then they ate everything and so you're pretty much like when you eat that liver it's like pickled and fucking mead are you yeah. kidding me pickled mead liver mm-hmm. delicious okay um here's like an interesting side story though it's more about honey than mead but it does involve mead this was a time in history when poisoned honey also known as mad honey. Have you not heard of this? No. It was like discovered and reported on for the first time. Whoa. Like people understood like, oh, you're getting sick from the honey. Oh. Yeah. So people across the Roman Empire were becoming sick, even dying from their consumption of honey. Um, The honey was inspected by a very famous naturalist. I think it's it's either Pliny or Pliny. I'm going to say Pliny. Um, So by the naturalist Pliny. And at this time, when people could find no reason as to why honey should be making people sick. Yeah. But then at that same, like that same hive could have produced perfectly healthy honey in years prior. prior. Oh God, what a Or there could be a hive a half mile away. That is perfectly fine. Like, why? Why? What's happening here? I don't know. <clears throat> Tell us, Emily. Pliny was the first to suspect that this mad honey was likely caused by bees getting nectar from a rhododendron plant or other poisonous plants, which in turn would poison the honey in their hive. He was right. That was exactly what was happening. Oh my gosh. Ooh, this is like the funnest episode because that comes back in one of mine. No way. Yeah. Ooh, weird. I love this. I love this so much. I love that we took like opposite chapters too. Oh my God. Oh, uh, so... Uh, Pliny recommended drinking old, fine old mead to help with the effects of mad honey. That's a prescription I can get behind. Whether that would have actually helped, I doubt it. Whether it would have made the poisoned person happier to drink some bomb-ass mead, I'm going to give that a resounding yes. I feel like the state of mind yeah, you know, yeah. Like, is improved in that Exactly. Yeah. You know, you bedside manner, you Take drink some mead, off. baby, and like... Yeah, yeah. A, yeah, a happier brain makes a healthier body. That's Write how that I one feel. down. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm sipping this and I feel the healthiest shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glowing out of my pores. I, I feel like I am. Um. Well, let's see how the Vikings were doing because I'm ready to hear all about the Vikings, which is Maddie's next. Or is it, or is it medieval Poland next? No, it's Vikings. It next. is Vikings. And I think okay, the Viking one might surprise everybody. Really? It might, because the Vikings are so linked with mead, right? Right. Okay, I've heard, I've heard that that is, like, possibly not true, because I always thought mead Viking. Yeah. Absolutely. You're correct. It's just, well, we'll get there. Well, we already know that that's not where it originated, though. No. We've already told you about Greece and Rome. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, well, the Vikings may... May surprise you a little bit, but the Vikings and Mead go hand in hand. So rest assured on that. But yeah, let's get into that. So the Viking one also starts off with some fun Viking mythology. Um, It's only these two that are mythology heavy. So don't worry, my my other ones won't be. But this is just how I love some mythology. I know in the book of Mead. But this 
one we're kicking off with is literally centered all around Mead. Mead is the point. Mm -hmm. So it is the story of how Odin won the magic Mead out of a rock. And it has been told about... Yeah. And it's been told around many a Nordic hearths all throughout history. Ooh. And today you're going to hear it here. Yay! It's still the mead from us right now. And um, as with all mythology, there is a lot of different versions. But this is the Naturally. one that was in our book um, that was gifted to us. And I like it and we're going with it. So here we go. All right. Once long ago, Baugi, the giant, found his enslaved workers all dead. One morning. Whoa. Yeah. We're, we're going right in. He did not know how or why. Just very mysterious circumstances that all of his workers were dead. But he, like, really needed them to ensure that his harvest was plentiful and that the land was as productive as possible to make sure that his cattle and horses had enough food for, like, the winter and stuff, you Maybe know? Maybe if he had paid them and not enslaved them, they'd be alive. Just saying. Maybe. Yeah. It's an idea. <laughs> yeah throwing it out there they didn't have the money to like pay off like the ransom (laughs) so they all had to i don't know why they're dead but i'm just gonna suspect that like maybe it couldn't hurt you know couldn't hurt yeah maybe if they had some workers rights and stuff yeah yeah it couldn't hurt to not be a dick (laughs) but not to worry because in comes victim the wanderer the wanderer Vectum the Wanderer. What a name. What a name. Is um, he hot? What are we? Um, I'll tell you what he is. He is Odin in disguise. He's hot. Yeah. Um, and what are we? Yeah. Together. D- Listen. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, you meet me and I meet you. Okay. Oh so, yeah. God. Sorry about that. Please so keep much. listening. No, Maddie has so j- many mead puns just so in the back of her brain. I know puns. it. I showed up today and I was like, listen, we don't have to name this episode a mead pun, but here is a page of them that you can pick from if you like any. She <laughs> literally slapped down just a <laughs> page know. of mead puns. Like, relative too like it they were amazing yeah like relative i no, i i'm here for a pun so god i was not one to put you down for that (laughs) so vectum the wanderer shows up and he sees baugi the giant crying over all of his dead workers and vectum tells him listen man i can totally work for you like you don't have to cry i've got you and the giant tells him oh bud like i hear you like you're one guy yeah that's cute you're one little guy like you can't possibly make a difference and the amount of work i need i'm a giant you know like my field is very different than Uh the field of men like you you can't do this fair enough yeah one man could not possibly but this was no ordinary man this was Vectum, the Wanderer, who was Odin in disguise. Who's Odin? What are yeah. we? So, through his burliness and his brains, he proved him wrong and did the work of nine men in just one day. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and Baugi was, like, super into it. He's like, whoa. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he's like, please, 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 please stay. Like, you have yeah. to stay. Please keep working for me. I promise you a full reward if you stay and work for me. He didn't even pay his last workers. I don't trust this giant. Yeah, yeah right. Well, that's what he said. And Vectum's like, deal. I will stay. And I will work for you. And he did. The work of nine men. Every day. Until it was time for him to call for his reward. And so he requested not much. He just wanted some magic mead that he had heard about. Naturally. That's it. Hello. And Baugi's like, oh, yeah, I've heard of it. I don't know where that is or how to get it, though. Like, sorry. Figure the fuck out. 
Yeah, rectums, <laughs> like, you don't even have to figure it the fuck out because I know exactly Whoa. where to get it. How convenient. Let me tell you, it's even more convenient because your brother has it. Your brother, Sutun. Whoa. The giant. Yeah. He's got this magic mead. So go talk to your brother and go get it. That's kind of embarrassing that his brother didn't tell him, like, hey, I have the magic mead. There's, like, a big thing that's going on in my life right now. But, like, okay, go on. Yeah. Like, and he, like, just had no clue. Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, what, Emily? What is that? I'm sorry. Did you just ask, like, what makes the mead magic? Did, uh, yes. I did in, in my heart. Uh, so my soul asked that question. I know it did. And let me just give your soul what it needs. What um, it needs? What it means. <laughs> um, so what I thought was, like, okay, it's Vikings, right? Like, yeah. it's going to give them, like, super strength or, like, glory in battle or, like, this stamina or something. Beautiful hair. Yeah, like, something. Like, a, a forever sharpened sword or, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, beautiful maidens, like, falling at your feet or something. Something. No. What made it magic was anyone who drank this mead would become wise and loved and it would give them words that would burn deep into the consciousness of their listeners well shit yeah like that's literally what we're trying to do right here like add that shit to the byline wise loved give words that will burn deep into the consciousness of their listeners absolutely that word is usually syphilis but not in this episode unless does yours have syphilis in it mine does not mine does not have syphilis but you know what one of the things that honey probably was thought to solve was probably syphilis syphilis. rub it on your gone nose (laughs) rub it on your nose hole yeah (laughs) on the nose that has already fallen off of your face Yeah. yeah and hope that it grows back syphilis is definitely part of the drinking game that our listener sent us to like if you guys pop over to our social media we posted like a whole little drinking game that That one of our listeners made up oh my gosh she sent us all of those like she's like oh my gosh like me and my friends were listening to and we came up with this drinking game and we're like this is perfect my favorite thing Yeah. yeah and like one of those Things where, like, drink anytime syphilis, just anything. So, you better be drinking, buddy. Yeah, um, tilt it up. So, this mead, this magic mead, was made by a dwarf from honey, of course, because mead. But it was also, instead of water, made out of the blood of a poet who was, like, really liked and, like, really wise. And everyone really liked him. And so, you drink this mead and everyone likes you. So, you can see why Odin's, like, into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this feels like a very weird roundabout way for Odin, a god, to get a oh, drink. I got you. He can't go straight to Sutong for this because Sutong, like, they're enemies. And Sutong's, okay. like, onto it. All yeah. right. And, like, sure. Yeah. So like, he just, like, shows it. up to his brother and is like, oh, well, this guy needs some work. So I suppose I could help with that. You oh, know? my God. So. Okay. This 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 makes sense to me. Right. Now. So Baugi travels to his brother, Sutong. And he explains the whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, listen, like, all my workers were dead. I don't know what the fuck. Like, this guy showed up, only one guy, and, like, said that he would do all this work. And he's, like, really good at it. Does, like, all this work. Like, gets, yeah, like, a lot of shit He's done. killing it. And I told him I would reward him. And all that he's asking for is just some meat. And so I need some of that. So Sutung is sitting there. And he's like, okay, brother. Um, you're telling me that you wake up one morning and your your workers are just dead. And then in comes this guy that does the work of mine where, oh my God, do you think Odin killed the workers? I just <laughs> fucking thought of that. 
Oh, really? Yeah, no, this life? is, no, like, the word, the book does not this say that. Okay, the face that I made to you, the little gasp I made, yeah. the same logic was, like, it was going through my brain. It was like, I was like, oh, oh wait. shit, like, Odin did just wander up and be like, oh, I guess that you need some, like, he oh killed the God. fucking workers, didn't he? That literally didn't he? did not come until you made that face, but Odin. now it, it's never addressed, but I'm, I mean, it yeah, has probably. to be, it has to be. It, there was probably nine slaves, and he shows up to do the work of nine. Again, of the, nine. the book didn't specify that, but like it's got to be. Oh my that's god, that's what it was. That's wow. What it was. Okay, calling it right now. Sorry. Yeah. Well, like what a what a what coming home moment. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. So, anyways, um, Sutung's like, oh, and so he does like the work of nine people, and then all that he asks for is some magic mead. You're an idiot. This guy is clearly from Asgard and is one of our enemies. He's a god. I'm not giving you shit. I'm not giving him shit. Don't even come in here with talk of this magic meat anymore. Goodbye, brother. Get the fuck out. You're oh, no, an idiot. I'm a, I'm a little bit on Satoon's side. Like, yeah, Satoon's not right I, through it. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, and so Bowie's sitting there and he's just like, oh, okay. And he walks off and he like stomps all the way back home. So he gets back and he walks up to Vectum and Vectum slash Odin is like, hey, like... Where's the meat? And Baugi's like, oh, God, like, I don't have it. I told him, you know, this whole thing. And it was so crazy. He said that you were, like, from Asgard and God. And I didn't believe him, you know. But, like, long story short, he blew the fuck up and told me to never come back. They're asking for it again. And so, like, maybe there's something else we can work out. Like, I can't get you the meat. Like, I can't Mm -hmm. do it. And Vectum's like, oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm not taking anything else for an answer. So why don't you just take me there? And I'll just like fucking get it myself. Oh, but you're coming with damn. me. It feels like we could have skipped several steps, Odin, and maybe you could have just gone straight there and tried to get it yourself. I but know. he was we'll trying. See. He was we'll trying to do it the the you know sneaky way. He was trying to be a little sneaky he snake. He was trying to you know like just walk snake. in there and ask for it. But if that's not gonna work, then we're gonna do some Odin stuff. Yeah, get I mean... in losers. We're doing Odin stuff, <laughs> and allegedly that involves killing nine people. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. So, Baugi's like, fine, I'll take you to him. And Baugi just whines this whole walk. He is just like, this isn't going to work. It's not going to work. He's mad at you. He's mad at me. He doesn't like you. He thinks you're a god. You're not. You're clearly a guy. But, like, we, we can't get in. We don't know how. We don't even have a fee to pay. Like, we're already banned. It's not going to work. And Vectum's like, just shut the fuck up. We're already here at the giant stone walls. We're getting in here. Mm-hmm. And Baugi's like, well, like, what? Like, we're going to break in? We can't break into a stone wall. But that's never, never worry, listener, never worry. Because Vectum just pulls out a very casual auger. Um, I had to look that up. Um, it's a giant drill. Yeah, I had no clue. One just um, keeps that. Yeah, he just had in it. In one's pocket. He just had it. Yes. And he was like, no, Natural. we can get through with this. But, like, I can't. But someone with, like, super strength or someone really huge could. Like, you. How convenient. And Bowie's like, well, I mean, okay, I guess. And so he, like, drills into the wall. And he's like, okay, like, there you go. There's a hole. And Vectum's like, no, like, that's not going to work. Like, it, it needs to be bigger than that. Like, that's just, like, a small hole. Like, what are we doing here? And he's like, I just don't feel good about this. And Vectum's like, come on, man. Like, we came all this way. Just do it. And Balgi's like, okay. So he's drilling the hole. Vectum's standing over there in a blue cloak with his blue eyes just beaming, leaning on his staff, like, just watching this happen again. Like, what are we? What are we? God, what are we? Um, And 
he pretty much keeps taunting him to make a bigger and bigger hole until Baugi gets pissed and pretty much ends up blowing this fucking rock wall open. Like, it explodes. And so now there's, like... Yeah, there's, like, big rocks all over the place. And it seems like now, with all of this, like, destruction and, like, rock rubble, but, like, you know, a sizable hole in the side of the mountain, that Baugi's finally, like, oh, fuck, like, what did I do? What did you talk me into? And he turns over to Vectum and kind of squares up with him. Uh Uh-oh. But Vectum is not just any wanderer. He is Odin. Yeah. And so just like that, poof, he turns into a snake. And he goes slithering <gasps> past Bogey. Did I not just say Odin, you little snake is snake? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, no, he's snacking. All day. He, he is a like little snack. snack right and now. he goes like snacking through Bogey's oh, big old yeah, legs. And he goes through all no. of the all of the little crevices of the rocks, like slithering all through, probably nice and lubed up. What are we? And he gets all the way into this cavern outside of Bogey's reach. And he's safe. Okay. But now... Inside the cavern, he hears this witch, and she's singing a song. <gasps> Ooh! Mm-hmm. And she has long teeth and Ew! really sharp nails. Never say long teeth. Long teeth. Stop it. I have to tell you this because my husband showed me this reel and it ruined my fucking life. And I actually put it on my Instagram story and I know some of our listeners saw it. And I'm sorry that you have to relive this, but I'm telling everyone because I had to see it. He sent me this fucking reel that said, it was just words. Words should, no imagery, it shouldn't hit me like this. But it said, imagine if your teeth were like flaccid and floppy, but got hard when you were hungry. Like, shut the fuck up. Go away. I'm finished. I hate that No, absolutely. Like, I am reporting that comment. Like, I don't need, <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Straight to jail. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> this... Mention flaccid teeth. Straight, straight to, jail. to jail. Like, mm-hmm. I, my, I don't, the teeth get hard when I'm hungry. No, like, no, 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 no. I, I don't like it. Me. I don't like it one bit. I don't um, like it at all. Anyways, this witch is in there. She's got long teeth and sharp nails. And she's singing this song. And the words of the song go like this. They go, Oh, youth and beauty. Oh, sight of men and women. Sad, sad for me it is that you are shut away. And that I only have this closed-in cavern and this horrible form. And, like, so that's... Those are the lyrics. I'm imagining, like, in the native, like, language back then, it's, like, rhymy and pretty sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, because Sounds I was, I was going to try to, like, sing it to you, and I just, like, can't make the syllable. Like, I can't make any of this work, um, <laughs> like, with any rhythm. It kind of worked to, like, Star Spangled Banner. Oh! Like, oh, youth and beauty. <laughs> oh, sight of men and women. Sad, sad for me it is that you are shut away. And that I only have this psh, closed-in cavern psh, and this horrible form. That's where it ends. But, like, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. Um, I try to make it work with yeah. um, the rhythm to ABCs for a long time and the rhythm to Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, and they're the same fucking rhythm. I hate my life. That, but that is not... indeed the same tune. Yeah. You know <laughs> how much, like, I have a 15-month-old, like, how much children music I listen to and, like, why did that not click that it's the same? It's the same rhythm. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. It's is this... Same. That's new. It's the same. 
Oh, you didn't know that? No. No. Like, I guess I wouldn't. I worked in daycare for so long, so like, of course yeah, no, that would I like occur no to me eventually. But like, yeah, I guess like. Well, and we were why like, why would someone know that? No, we were texting. Emily and I were the other day, and I was trying to type out the farmer in the Dell, Dale, Dell, and I'm like, what's the fucking word? Is it Dell? Is it Dale? Is the farmer in the Dell? How do you spell this? What's the word? What's what is a Dell? What is? Yeah, Adele? I was like, I've never written this out before. I don't fucking. I, there's so many things like that in my life where I'm like, what's that and yeah. i never bothered to do like a no, simple yeah, no, google no. search absolutely and not, i no. am the problem yeah no yeah that's why we have right, it's me i'm the problem that's why we have a virgo bestie we'll tell her she will put together a powerpoint presentation of she every answer will. to every question yeah no she will <laughs> and like that's what we i'm just gonna her. start like randomly texting her random words that like i don't want to bother googling yeah but like i want to know what it means oh yeah or what it's about. She's the and one. she's going to, yeah, she's going to put a whole thing together for Get us. Get you a Virgo. And fact. I'm going to feel so smart afterwards, even though, like, it absolutely was not my effort that made me smart. It was hers. Oh, God. Well, and she would love that for you. because She would. That's just the person Mama Virgo. Is. Anyways, this witch happened to be the daughter of Sutum. With her long teeth, yes. Mm-hmm. Long teeth. And her name was Gunlid. Which means long teeth. Yes. Um, <laughs> Can't get over long teeth. Yeah, no, yeah, very long teeth. <laughs> That's like just, yeah. Um, so, but back before she had long teeth, though, she <laughs> was a beautiful giant maiden because Sutung is a giant. And right. She's a giant right? daughter. And so, giant. yeah, so she was a beautiful giant she maiden. She shrunk, but her teeth didn't. Yeah. No, yeah. Her teeth, her teeth grew when, you know, instead of her hair, it all went like straight to her teeth. Yuck. Um, yeah, that's not in the book. But um, her father cast her into this cavern to protect the mead. He's like, you, daughter, are the one protecting this magic mead. This is your job now. These brothers are pretty shitty. Shitty he, people. Yeah. And so when you're locked in a cavern for God knows how many you years, go crazy, you know, you do. Baby. And like, it takes a toll on your appearance, you know? And, and your mind. Yeah. And like, Gunlid, like our girl, she missed being pretty. Like she was hot. She missed that, you know? Aww. Big Leo, Libra, Taurus vibes. Yeah. But like, she missed that, you know? Um, And so she's sitting there like being sad. This huge hole gets blown in the side of the cavern. She's like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? And then she sees this snake like mobbing tits right towards her. Yeah, and Jesus. she's like, oh, my God, I'm like fearing for my life. I'm so afraid. Please, like, don't bite me. Don't kill me. Like, everything's bad enough. Just look Sweet at me. Pea. But the snake slithered past her. And as it did, it said snake her name. Ooh, sneaky snake. Mm-hmm. And it said her name. And she's like, oh, wait, snack, snack. And she turned around and she's like, did you just say my name? And then poof, the snake turns into Odin. Not Vectum, Odin. But Odin in human form. And she says, oh, Odin. What are we? What are we? (laughs) No, she doesn't. She's like, oh, Odin, fuck you. You came to take the mead that my father sent me here to guard. Yeah, Yeah, like at the expense of my youth and beauty, I'm here to guard this thing. You can't fucking have it. I'm not giving it to you. Yeah, bro, if you didn't exist, I may not be stuck in this fucking cave. Fuck you. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I could still be hot. Yeah. Out there, like living my best life, you know? Feasting. Feasting Drinking upon the mead, men. Regular that, mead, not yeah. magical, just regular, regular mead. Regular mead. Feasting. Having men fall on my feet. Like, yeah, this, making out. This could be my life. Smoochy smooching all over the place. And I had to include this quote. Because this is a quote from Gunlid. As she's yelling at him, like, about how he cannot have the mead, she says, you cannot have it. Rather, I shall spill it out (gasps) onto the thirsty earth of the cavern. 
Whoa. Goonlid be out here in the Viking era OG. being the first girl to spill the mead. Oh Ever. my god. It's her. On that thirsty earth. On that thirsty earth of you, the cavern. Yeah, you listen listen out there. You yeah. listeners. You're the thirsty earth. Yeah, you are the thirsty earth and we're spilling Those our all mead over. just <laughs> all over you. We really have to stop making these sexual yeah. We really do. I know. It's like, oh man, yeah. No, with this. <laughs> just, <laughs> all of the listeners just out there spill. like, I feel objectified yet again. Oh God, it's just, we mean it with love when we say like, we just want to like <laughs> so spill much. our hot mead just like all, <laughs> all over your life and all over you. Um, consensually. Consensually. But, so, she's like, you can't fucking have it. Like, I'll dump it all over the place before I'm going to let you have it. And Odin said her name again. And she felt a little something this time. Girl, she got butterflies in her stomach. Kind of. She has butterflies in her cheeks. Her face cheeks. Like, her upper (laughs) cheeks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. thank you for clarifying yeah you're welcome yeah. um and her face cheeks and that little like tingly she was feeling in her cheeks was like a flush of youth like she felt it <gasps> back in her back. cheeks yeah and at that point she puts quote her hand on her breast because it's always the titties always like, the titties yeah, always again. has to have something to do if with you're new here hands always on the breast it's always the titties oh yeah I looked at her breast breast was moving up and down like this is just a thing oh yeah happens. yeah absolutely and so, led with her breast yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. goonlid puts both hands over both boobies cupped so tenderly <laughs> her big old titties big old big old titties <laughs> um and literally begs odin to save her from her hideous appearance please oh. like save me from this so odin touches her and it, d- it doesn't say where um it's up to you work yeah choose your own adventure um, but <laughs> my eyebrows are a wiggling <laughs> yeah so he touches hey, hey. her um just like behind the knee like a little pokey poke like, behind the knee and she falls yeah. <laughs> she transformed into this blue-eyed hottie that she once was she was back girl she's back mm-hmm. and that was it she gives odin three jars of magic mead that's all it took Same. like fuck no. you dad yeah like uh, i'm hot here you go absolutely this um, is libra energy yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and um that's how odin got the mead that's that's the mythology behind that. Win win. She's hot. She she's gets hot. the mead. Yeah. Uh, her dad's losing, but you know, you know he also like banished his poor sweet daughter into a cave. Right. Yeah. And his he, brother has slaves. He's like, got like a good head on his shoulders. Like yeah. he'll be fine. You yeah. know. Fuck, fuck um, those giant brothers. But yeah, like it's through mythology like this, and it's been trickled down to us all now. We all know that Vikings and mead go hand in hand for sure. Um, but. What's crazy is they're still trying to find, like, solid evidence behind, like, Viking mead, like, recipes and, like, how they made it. Because, like, we kind of went through some in ancient Greece. But, like, in my upcoming ones, we talk about, like, how they made mead. Like, we don't really know how the Vikings did it. We just know that they had it. That they did. Yeah. And, like, we know that for a fact. Oh, for sure. The Vikings had mead. They drank it whenever and wherever they were for, like, any kind of celebration. But archaeologists in the Scandinavian region have discovered through radar, like, a mead hall. Like, this big mead hall where Vikings would have gathered to drink mead and discuss politics and just, like, you know, gather. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Like, are you, you know, kidding me? Right. Yeah. Like an Could entire you fucking discovering meat hall. that too. Yeah. 
like a mead hall a mead hall through radar so like oh it's god. still under there you know like oh just my chilling. god like where they all just like came and like shot the shit and gathered it had like a big hobby lobby like cursive like gather sign like right when you walk <laughs> into the long house you know our nest yeah <laughs> our tribe <laughs> our tribe <laughs> yeah you know yeah absolutely um and Another cool discovery they found, which is only cool to history people, you know, it is a thousand year old toilet with like fossilized feces inside of it, Whoa. like a Viking toilet, which <gasps> is they, like, like so look through the feces yes! and what they were eating. Yes! Can they really? Yes. That's like why it's exciting when you find human shit in history. Yeah, right? yeah, oh my no, God. I'm stoked about the poop. Oh no. So they dug through the poop and they found flower pollen. In the feces, like in pretty large numbers. Okay. And the okay. archaeologist who found this, like, ran all of these testing and stuff on it. And she believes that, like, this is proof of, like, mead, like, in this feces. And, like, yeah. a lot of it. There was, like, a big presence oh in there. Oh, my gosh. Um, but as, like, a general rule, before battles, the Vikings drank mead. And after the battles, they drank mead. And honestly, they probably stopped, like, mid-stab to down some of that, like, sweet golden battle juice. Yeah, know, they would. Mead. That's very Viking. It also... From their horn. Oh, yeah. The drinking horn? The drinking horn. Yep. It also would have been drunk in the halls of Valhalla if oh. you were lucky enough to make it there. But while you were up in Valhalla, the people left on Earth were still consuming mead in your honor, right? Mm. Um, you're up there drinking mead. Your loved ones are down here drinking mead. There's just mead on all realms. Yeah. Like, it's great. Oh, you know what I? What pop culture reference I'm now imagining mm-hmm. is Thor in the first Thor movie. Mm-hmm. Like... Chris Hemsworth, like, in the modern world, drinking a beer from a glass mug, and he, like, throws it down on the ground. It's like, I like this more! And everyone's looking at him like, the fuck? Literally. Yeah, me and Valhalla with my mead. Literally what it's going to be. Yeah. Smashing my glass on the floor. Like, yes, more. More. Now. Mm -hmm. More, please. Yeah. So... Uh, mead was one of those things that like they drank all the time but they would definitely drink it in celebration of death and i have a story about one of those times that it was drank in death so this story begins with a king called gorm the old who was the conqueror of norway okay which like sounds so folktale-y yeah fucking Um, cool yeah um so gorm the old had two sons of course (laughs) it sounds so folktale-y yeah oh my god wait 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 Was one rich and one poor, or one smart and one was stupid? One was something and the other was something else. He loved one son way more than the other son. Okay, there For it no is. apparent reason. Yep, he no, just, there like, it is. Totally there it is. Because yep. that's how folktale shit works. Oh, yeah, man. and it's very folktale-y. Folktales, got it. I mm-hmm. love a folktale episode. But he heavily favored his son, Canute. And he deemed Canute his successor because he loved him more for no other reason. Ouch. Um, yeah. So Knut was beloved by pretty much everyone. He was called, his nickname was the Splendor of the Danes. Wow. Yeah, what are we? Uh, but the other son, Harold, was great too. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. His name was not Harold. No, Harold's like a really cool Viking name. No, but Knut. <laughs> yeah, and Harold. And then yeah. the other one's Harold. Well, yeah. That is, that is like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, like, some elaborate Valkyrie name. And, like, and then the other daughter was Emily. It's, like, Emily's not a stupid name, but it's, like, one you've heard a million times before. Like, where did we, like, 
I guess like where did Harold go so wrong? Like why is it not like badass now? Because that's like such a Viking name, you know? Yeah. Like, Harold. Like there's a lot of them. Like yeah, you why are doesn't it a Harold? Yeah, like why know? doesn't it like sound badass? Now, it does not. You know? It does not at all. And it's Canute and Harold. God, well, I hate that for Harold. And Harold's because... like the forgotten son. No, he was like really great. I'm sure he yeah. was. That's the issue. Oh, but he too. was like. It's like it would be better if like he were a fucking dick or something. No, it's no. Like, no, I can see why your dad didn't. Like like you as much asshole no but like, and like, no he's probably wonderful again like didn't do additional research this is just coming from our book mm-hmm. um but like no it literally did not make it seem like it seemed like harold was fine he was like fine with canoe he's fine with his dad it makes he was it worse. just vibing it makes it worse it really does yeah um but not to worry because canute was going to go on an expedition to england and he would unfortunately die before he could become king, which is sad. Like, Knut didn't really do anything wrong. But from the book, again, yeah. I don't know, like, the full Viking mythology Oh, my God, here. no, it could but, be, like, Lord of the Rings style, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Boromir? Yeah. Yeah. It could be that whole situation where, like, he knows he's the favorite son, but yeah. he's like, Dad, no. Yeah, like, right. I, my brother is so wonderful. Like, give him credit. Stop being so mean to him. And it's like, oh, God, my heart breaks for both I of know. you. I know. I, from this book, again, if, like, it's you're... It's the same vibe. Oh, yes, that hurts If my you're, heart. like, so no. well-versed in Norse mythology and you're like, um, no, these guys have big personal... Oh, my God. Like, but, like, totally fair enough. Know. Yeah, do like, let us we'd know. We'd love to know. We really love Norse it when people let us know. Information. Yeah. Yeah, love it when people but, oh, that sucks. Yeah, so fuck. he okay. passed away. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. Like, King Gorm is going to lose his shit. Yeah, like, is. he's going to lose his fucking shit. Like, not be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, no one's going to be okay. Like, he was the splendor of the Danes. And everyone really liked Canute, you know? But, like, Gorm is not going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. To the point where the queen, his wife, like, the whole ass mother of the deceased is, like, Listen, we all have to like keep this a secret from him. Jesus, like he can't know. Oh, like no. he's eventually gonna find out. Yeah. But like eventually he's gonna be like, my son hasn't come back. But like for how bad his reaction was gonna be, she was literally like, at least for as long as he doesn't find out, we're not all gonna have to deal with it. Like he is gonna find Let's, out. Like, buy us some yes. Time like we can of, like, all peace. relish like the weeks that it's gonna take until he figures it out. But yeah. once he figures it out, it's like over. You know. Yeah. And so people tried to keep it a secret from him. You know, but obviously, like the energy was different. Like the atmosphere was thick. People loved Canute, and he was dead. And also the king noticed his silence right he didn't hear from him and they were very tight and so one day out of nowhere the king is sitting there and he's kind of looking around and it's silent and it's tense and you can probably hear whatever water is in there just like drip drip dripping and people are just like sitting there like looking around and all of a sudden he just bursts out he's like surely my son canoe is dead all of denmark is mourning he's gone it's over i know that it is and everyone's like yeah it is like it is it's over it is that way and that's really sad oh yeah and he just could not cope could not cope and he was already an older king so shortly after this he ended up dying of both old age and a broken heart yeah me yeah like uh, don't love the favoritism but like oh my gosh if one of my kids dies before me like i i will not be moving on i will not be ever functioning again thank you oh god no cannot imagine so with that harold became king harold of the first aka the danish king bluetooth 
Whoa. Yeah. <gasps> Bluetooth. Uh-huh. I've heard this. Yep. Y'all want an episode on him? Because yeah. you're going to get it. Ooh. We're going to give it to you. One of us is going to give it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, gonna, we're not going to get too much into him. Not today. But that's who it is. Oh, my this God. This guy, the less favorite like, son. Like, yeah. If you're listening. Like, you might Bluetooth. be listening to this via Bluetooth. Via Bluetooth. Like, that Bluetooth. Yeah. Like, you know that little what, yeah. symbol on it? Yeah. It's this. It's Bluetooth. this guy. Yeah. yeah. Again, we can tell you so all about it. Cool. Okay. We'll tell you about it sometime. But before Harold assumed the throne, because don't forget, Harold's like a good guy. Yeah. You know? no. Like Love Harold. Yeah. And like he knew that his father just openly didn't love him and preferred oh, his brother and yeah, stuff. No, but before he, in his mind, could rightfully take the throne, he had to perform his father's funeral t- tradition, his father's funeral rites, <gasps> which was drinking a shit ton of mead in My his funeral. honor. My funeral. Literally same. Like, all they did was sit there and, like, get fucking piss-ass drunk off meat and, like, share good times about the person. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, until, like, they all pass out. Like, that's it. Gorgeous. Like, you're going to cry. You're going to laugh. You're going to shit. You're going to come. I don't know. But, like, you're going to do all of this stuff. Yeah, and, like, that's, yeah, that's, that's you're what You're going to shit. People are going to tear it apart one day and be like, oh, my God, they had so much flower pollen <laughs> yeah and this shit and surely they're drinking mead yep and that's your legacy right there. yeah like yeah love that love that oh like, my god i hope we love no one shit. ever finds mine because they're gonna be like she ate like concerning amounts of taco bell <laughs> lots of pizza rolls in here <laughs> 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 like, is this how people were back then pizza Uh-oh. rolls and grenfell yeah um, this that doesn't was her seem way. right <laughs> how was she actually alive scurvy she gave not, birth not a like single fruit or vegetable not only was living but sustained other human life like Indeed. i don't know uh, <laughs> all the straight pizza rolls and taco bell baby hey. and lots of meat but harold would go on to like battle really hard again we'll tell you about it someday but rest assured that while he was battling him and his men were drinking mead the entire time yeah they were and as we know, Vikings would go on to pillage their way through England, who already had an affinity for mead. Yeah. But they drove mead halls even deeper into the country and built even more of them. And not only England, wherever the Vikings went, that was kind of their shtick. They wanted to, like, project their culture on everywhere they conquered. So they just, like, plopped mead halls yeah. all over the place. Yeah, You know, yep. plopped them. Um, and, like, yeah, again... The connection to Vikings and Mead is there. It is there. Vikings Everyone and Mead go that. hand yeah. in hand. Yeah. But it's just like a little more vague. Like where this book also gives recipes. Um, yes. Definitely like not an ad for the book, but it's a great book. We'll, it we'll is. Throw, we'll... We're going to put a link for oh, it yeah, for we're, sure. We're going to like share a picture and all that. Um, but if you do get this book, it has a lot of drink recipes in it. And like, I mean the viking ones you know like we don't know how they made their mead yeah but like they go so hand in hand and so it's like this fun little like mystery surrounding it you know oh my god like, yeah the vikings drank mead but how out of their horns mm, like uh, the horns the drinking the horns. horns i didn't put it in there but i'm gonna say it now because i remember so they did 100 percent drink out of horns they drink yeah. mead out of horns like of an animal but that whole thing about Vikings, like, drinking out of the skulls of their enemies. Oh. Yeah, that's a thing. And, like, a lot of cultures, like, translate that. And, like, yeah. at Ren Fairs and stuff, we've seen them. Like, yeah, at yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, those little skulls skull of, like, animals things. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That comes from, like, Vikings drinking out of the skulls of their enemies. But Was that true? No. Oh. It was a misinterpretation of the horn. 
It said, like, drinking out of, like, the curve of, like, their skull and stuff. So they took it as, like, or the curve of their head. And so, like, they took that as their skull, but it was, like, a horn. horn. Yeah, Yeah. like, when you translate it differently. So there's Um, just, like, a little tidbit. The the Roman Empire, they were also drinking out of horns. Horn, like, (gasps) drinking out of a horn was, like, a... It seems like, I don't know, like, what's inside a horn. I don't want to think about it too much. But, like, I guess, like, it it would make sense, right? I mean, then you have to have, like, the holder. I did see, I was, like, probably not on the same, like, strain of thought. But um, there there was a guy, I just saw a whole video where he got this, like, mammoth tusk. Oh. Yeah, and he, like, over the course of a year... Like, just put all these bands around it and kept tightening and tightening and tightening over the course of a year to, like, close all the cracks that were in it and stuff. And then he, like, ground it down, filled in all the remaining cracks. Like, he did all this work to it. Made his friend as welding. They did, like, a custom stand for this tusk. Anyways, he was talking about, like, the grinding and the smell of it. He's like, it's the dentist. Oh, it's no. like when they are like working on your teeth yeah, and they're grinding a little bit, it is that smell Oof. to like such a much crazier degree. He's like, it is like, like so. Oof. A degree not made for humans. No, exactly. <laughs> that's so much. He's yeah. like, it was so oh, fucking God. gross. I like, can like yeah. hear it too. Though. That's kind of how I imagine. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and no, like God. having to like hollow out a horn i just like that's where like this ties back in i'm like i feel like it's probably the same like enamely like smell and like like, the tools that they would have had and how long it would have taken like the grinding yeah so i mean we do know i mean not through this book but like we've heard if you're a big history buff that like the vikings didn't actually wear the helmets with the horns you know that disappoints a lot of people so do rest assured that the drinking horn was a thing. It was a thing it in many thing. cultures. Yeah, the Roman Empire was doing mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a thing. You can also pick them up at your local rent fair. Oh my god, I have one from Evermore Park. I do Utah. too. Yeah, ah, that's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Beautiful little thing. It's st- sitting on my nightstand right now. And that's what we have. We're this is a two parter. We're coming into season one hot. Yes. Yeah. You got to learn all about the mead. Oh yeah. We have mm-hmm. a whole second half for you coming up. Yeah. And again, yeah, we're gonna touch on Ethiopia, mm-hmm, modern mm-hmm. day like England, America. We got some Russia. We got Poland. Poland. Yeah, medieval got, Poland. Yeah. We oh, got so much in there. So stick around, and we'll hit you with a part two. We sure will. And for now, stick around for a fresh cup. We do this after every episode where we read like a little like Reddit thing and kind of gossip about it. And please be sure to check out Grimfeld. That's G-R-O-E-N-N-F-E-L-L.com and enter code SPILLTHEMEAN10 at checkout or click the link in these show notes or wherever you follow us on social media. Also follow us on social media. Yeah. Um, and yeah, enter that code. And we'll right. see you for a fresh cut. Bye. Bye. All right, now it's time for a fresh cup. Fresh one. Okay, so this one is from subreddit Relationship Advice. Oh, great. First one is season two. Let's go. Here we go. My son moved out for college last year. He completed one semester and then dropped out, stating that academia wasn't for him. Fair enough. Yeah. He returned home and has been living here for the last six months. Currently, he's doing odd jobs and applying for something more stable while he figures things out. He helps around the house and with his siblings. My wife, 39 female, he's 40 male, by the way, 
Um, and the sun is 19. Okay. That was in the title, but I didn't want to say it. Um, my wife said we need to give him a deadline to move out by. Oh. I see that he's making progress. He's saving money for a deposit. He's looking for jobs. And I don't feel a hard deadline is necessary at this time. We've been arguing about this for the last four months. Saturday, my son's girlfriend spent the night in his room. She left at six in the morning yesterday, but my wife and I saw her because we are both early risers. She smiled and waved goodbye to us. It wasn't that big of a deal. My wife was pissed and confronted my son. She said he can't have girls, she's 20, over at the (laughs) house. He's 19. Yeah. He said... Door open, guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's fucking 19 years he's old. Adult, yeah. Yeah. He said, okay, and that was the end of it. She said she doesn't trust him because he he didn't argue the point. Oh, my God. What do you want? What the fuck do you yeah, want? Yeah, I was going to say, you just don't like this guy. Do yeah, you do you just, like, want your son? Like, she just doesn't want him there. She wants him to leave and is threatening to go stay at a hotel with the kids if I don't give a hard deadline. Okay. Is there an option I'm not seeing here? I'm not kicking my kid out. I don't approve of many, most, of his recent decisions, but he's not been disrespectful to me or my wife or inappropriate around his siblings. He isn't keeping any drugs in the house. No. The only alcohol he has brought into the house is beer, which we also have for our own personal use. He buys food for himself. He cooks. He cleans. My wife said she can't live like this. Oh, God. How do I make this easier for her? What's a compromise here? What's wrong with your wife, bro? I was going to say, man. That's her son. Like, that. it's not even like this is a stepchild. This is her son. I was going to say, like, that. I was going to say, like, I heard that right. Yeah. Right? Like, this is her, That's like, her. That's also her child. It's, like, so fucking expensive now, dude. Like, you can't move out at 19. No. Like, she's what? Like, is she one of those people who thinks, like, well, they turn 18 and then now my Get job is done. It's out. like, oh, the way that I am 28 years old and my mom is still, like, needing, I'm still, like, calling her like should i get rotini pasta noodles or elbow macaronis for this recipe and she's like god damn it emily figure it the fuck out like i that's the same dude like i don't i can't live like this like with your kid that's what he's not doing anything though like do you just innately just like not like him i was gonna say like not like his personality or something like him yeah like what's what's going on that probably like hurts this poor kid's feelings that like you obviously don't want him there he can feel it he knows it well and like like, he's not doing anything wrong he it sounds like he's trying his best he just like didn't want to follow a path that wasn't right for him and i know that's disappointing but that's reality yeah no like i i am going to tell my son that like i think a lot of us millennials were raised in a like you're going to like grow up and you're going to go to college kind mm-hmm. of thing like that was just kind of like the thing you know yeah. and, like you know our parents at the time thought that like that would that was the way to go that would like set us ahead and like turns we would, out yeah it turns we out. all did that and yeah. now so many of us have degrees that it doesn't really matter and anymore. it's like not for everybody and it's fine yep. like it's actually i would argue to say that college probably isn't for like most people yeah like there's trade schools out there like there's a lot oh, of other i would love for go. my children to go to a trade school oh, i yeah. feel so much more confident about their futures oh, God. and i'm gonna in a trade school like tell him like don't worry about going like figuring it out when you're fucking 18 dude oh my god take some time like figure out like you know like unless my kids like passionately find something that they want to do for the rest of their lives when they're 14 and stick with it every goddamn moment of their life oh yeah up until they're 18 if that isn't what happens i'm going to be like i would 
like really recommend that you take like not even one gap year, like several gap years and live with me for both of them and like have a full-time job, save up some money one year. The next year you go travel, you live life, you experience things, you decide what you want to do, date, like figure it the fuck out and then go and go to college or don't. I don't know. But like at that point, like, yeah, maybe like start thinking about moving out and like what you want to do with the rest of your life. And like, again, I could, I would, you know, panic if this kid was like, oh God, like he's making no progress. He's like clearly trying to freeload off of me forever. Like, yeah. that does not sound like the case with this kid at all. It sounds like he's all. trying to figure he's it out. Like, he's, like, genuinely trying to figure it out. He's saving up. He's contributing to the household. Like, yeah. what more do you want? He's helping with his siblings. Oh my God. He's cleaning. He's cooking. Her whole, like, like, he didn't even argue. Literally reminds me of Chloe Kardashian. Sorry, like, to bring this, like, oh, the... I want to know now, though. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, I'm remember... not a Kardashian person, but I want to know. What? No, okay. So, like, remember back when, like, Tristan Thompson cheated on Chloe right. Kardashian? Right. Okay, do know with... that, yeah. Kylie's best friend. Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. And fucking Chloe is gonna sit there and like Jordan like came and apologized and blah, blah, blah. And Chloe's like, ugh. And then she just like comes up and says that she's sorry. Like that matters. It would have been better if you didn't say anything at all. And I'm like, bullshit. If she didn't say anything, you'd be like, ugh. And she couldn't even say sorry. Like, you can't the do anything. The least she could have done is apologize. Yeah, it's like, like no, no, she fucked your husband and there's nothing you can do Which, like, that, fucking right? fair enough. Yeah. Like, but, it, it, like, uh, obviously this kid, like, did not do anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's know. like, but yeah, it's no, like it doesn't matter what he does. Win. If he would have argued, you would have been mad. He I don't trust him because he didn't, like, immediately concede. He argued with us. So I don't trust him now. Yeah. yeah. Like, it would have been the opposite problem. Like, he didn't argue with you, so you don't trust him? What the fuck kind of I'm logic is that? Like, really, 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 really. God, I, my son's 15 months old. I just pray to whatever is out there that I never get to a point where I'm just like, I don't trust you. You know? Oh my gosh, like, yeah. Just like this like, weird, And I want vicious, them to trust like, me, too. Right, no, I hope like we trust each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, like that is so funny. I don't ever want to like look, like look at my husband and be like, that kid over there, I don't trust him. And it's like my kid, you know, that like is the oh kid God, no, that no, I no. work so hard to birth. Yeah, like God, I was going to say push out of my body, but I actually it, it was plan C section, so that didn't happen. But oh. I got my body cut open for that child. I want to trust him every day oh, of yeah. his fucking life and I will work hard to maintain that trust. Yeah. Between like for him to me too. Oh, like yeah. I want him to feel like he can tell me things. Same with my daughter. Like, oh, God. Yeah. And, yeah, to, like, have him in his house, like, not even that much older than 18. You're already like, oh, my God, I can't live like this. I'm going to move out and bring all the other kids with me. And we're going to go to a hotel. Like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Wow, dude. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) That's dramatic. And, like, yeah, this poor kid. Yeah. (laughs) feels so unloved and unwanted. And he's just, like... Doing more than what I would expect most 19-year-old boys to do. God, I, like, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I do think my little Pisces self is pretty okay at, like, compromising. Like, especially in, like, other people's unrelated bullshit, like, on yeah. Reddit. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty good at, like, stepping back and being like, hmm, yeah, well, here's how both this. of you could yeah. give a little and take a little and exactly. stuff. This one, man, I don't, I don't know. That's, I, I absolutely that's agree. Hard. I think there's one where he's like, well, what do I do? And I was like, I literally would be like, then go, then go. Yeah. Like, you can't just take our kids. That's not how custody works, no, honey. No, like, like, I feel like I would have to, like, talk to her and be like, what are you afraid of? Yeah. Are you afraid that he's never going 
to leave? Like, yeah. what is the issue? We need to talk through, like, what deeper-seated fear going that on you here, have yeah. here. But, like, if you're just going to not talk about it and just like insist yeah. like then then you need to go and what are you gonna go tell the courts like i just couldn't stand being around my own fucking son who was like doing the most yeah for because, a 19 year old boy that's doing the most yeah because like he didn't want to go to college it's fucking expensive dude like again i'm going to look my son dead in the eye and be like you need to be real sure my guy because yeah. this is a ton of money yeah and like I and I'm I not paying help for it. You. I, I can't. I can't pay for no, it. No, I'm so. going to be paying off my student loans. I am one of those people. I think that college was for me, and I think I'm a better person because of it. Yeah. And like I, I did really love it, and I don't regret it. Don't love the debt though. Yeah. And so like, no, it would be one of those where like I can't help you, dude. Like I'm going to be paying this off until <laughs> I die. I would like I have two yeah. degrees. I was in school for eight years. I ain't paying this off. Like I, I'm sorry. I can't help you. You need yeah. to be so sure. And if it's not something there's some professions out there where like you need it yeah you need exactly it, you know? like there's there's if no way around it like yeah. yeah you're absolutely gonna need a degree so if you yeah. want to do that job you're gonna get, get in it right now yeah, yeah like hurry up get in there like you want to be a doctor 18 get oh in there God. like you're yeah. gonna have to start right now you yeah know? Let, yeah get going but if you're not sure like don't it's okay you know like you gotta Wait. be real sure right. yeah, yeah exactly so no this is so I don't know. This is so odd. Yeah, this is like such a weird dynamic here. What are but people's advice? Yeah, like, we'll I'm... see if there's any updates on that one. But for what are, now, what are the? Comments? Oh yeah, do we want to see the comments? No, like, really did quick? anyone okay. give advice? I'm like so. Oh yeah. Curious. Um, someone. Okay, this basically what you said. Ask her to be very concrete with her concerns. Not I can't live like this. Specifically, what is her problem? Yeah. When your wife comes up with the specifics, if she does, perhaps come up with a list of rules for living at home. It seems as though he's ar- he already <sighs> follows appropriate rules, That's such as helping out, saving money, cleaning, etc. I suspect that she does not have specifics. Just wants him gone. But instead of wondering, you will know for sure where she's coming from. Right. As the parent of a 19-year-old son, it sounds like your son is acting very mature and responsible for what it's worth. Well, and, like, you have other kids. Is she going to do this every time? Like, you right? do, like... None of them can stay, like, more than a year after. Yeah, no, she needs to get to the bottom of this, too. Like Of for, her own deep-seated yes, issues. Yes, like, for her own sake, for everyone's sake. Like, there's something going on. Yeah. Here. No clue what it is. One of the responses is. to that comment is, sounds like a step monster, not a bio mom. It's like, yeah, this sounds yes. like a stepmother. It doesn't sound like this is her biological son. <laughs> so that's odd. so odd. Um, and then this person said... You know, 20 to 30 years ago, I might have seen your wife's perspective, but it's a different reality now. When I was 20, I was able to hold down a minimum wage job and have enough to live in an apartment with a roommate, pay for a car, and still have enough to eat. That's not possible now, at least not where I live in the U.S. Your wife is saying she can't live like this anymore is extreme. Is there something else going on that makes her feel like her life is imposed upon? You should talk with her to see what's really going on. Yeah, there has to be something, dude. Like... I, yeah. This is so weird. Um, I'm going to say something that he's going to fix. Oh, well, and then it's like, you're going to take the kids and like go to a motel and like, tell them what they're gonna be like uh what are we doing? You're gonna be like, oh, nothing. Just like your brother is living at home and I can't. Like, yeah. what are you going to tell them? They're going to be like, are you and dad okay? Like, oh, no, we're totally cool. It's just the fact that your whole ass brother is living in his own home. And I can't handle that. Yes. Like, what are you, what? Like, 
Okay, I was looking at the comments and I don't know what this comment is referring to. I think someone is saying, is she racist? I don't, oh, I don't know. I, oh. But his response very much fully implies that um, she is not his mother. Oh. Because he said she's fully Chinese, he's half Indian. So okay. I, I guess, like, unless the father is a is full Indian. Right. But he doesn't say that the son is also. You know, it's just, like, the way that it's worded makes it seem like maybe this isn't his mother. God, I feel like Which he would, like, honestly that. make more sense. It would, but I feel like that's, like, a huge part of this. Is it any of their biological? Is this, like, an adopted child? Because, like, if this is his biological child... My son is her stepson. Okay, see, I, as a mother, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, mm, one person tries to say, like, anything. Like, well, he needs to get the fuck out. I cannot imagine what I would do. Yeah. I At 19, you're a kid. You were you're in high a, school last you're year. You're literally a teenager. Last year, you had homework. Yeah. Like... No, and you're gonna sit there and be like, I can't live like get this. him out. Like, be get like, do you fucked. love me? Also, yeah. he is kind. He is respectful. Oh, no, like he is doing no. everything he's supposed to be. And I guess like we can split hairs about the fact that he has alcohol in the house at 19. God for fucking bid. Yeah, but which like again, he has some beer and drinks it occasionally. Like to me, not a big no, deal. Not at night. Has his girlfriend overnight again? To me personally. Not a big deal. No. Again, like, it's not like they were being loud and disrespectful. If they would not have been up at 6 o'clock, they would, they would have, have had, had no idea. No idea that no she idea. was there. She left at 6. That like, was very kind. She got up and tiptoed out, like, so sweet. Like, high school, you know? Yeah. Like, tiptoeing out of, like, and it feels his like parents' house. it really shouldn't be that necessary. And it's, like, it's not no. even a one-night stand. Like, it's his girlfriend. It's his girlfriend. Like, yeah, uh, no, that's ridiculous. Like, they probably know her. You that's know, ridiculous. she's been over. Okay, that one's Hate fucking that. weird. All right. And we'll see you in a little bit for part two, guys. Yeah, bye. bye. They also were founded back in 2013. There's not, like, a horrible amount of meteries out there. And being back from 2013 is, like, fucking old for a meadery. And they are one of the first craft-only meteries in the world, too. And Grenfell is in the business of... I fucking love this. They're in the business of feasting. They believe that the world has forgotten how to feast... And mm-hmm. we absolutely fully agree with them. Oh, there. we do. If you're if you're new here, hi. Oh my god, hi, welcome. Um, you will quickly learn that Emily and I, we are a couple of nostalgic bitches. Mm-hmm. We're in our state room fair. We love it. We have a history podcast. We have a history <laughs> podcast. We'll get into that in a bit. But like we just love it. We love to like go back to like those roots, you know? Yeah. And like the second we started talking to them, like the vibes were just immaculate. Like when they hit us with the whole like, no, like the world like has forgotten how to feast. Like we want to bring that back. And we're just like sobbing. Like we know we, we want you that. to. Yeah. And so, yeah, we were so nervous. Like Before going into that them, first call. I was shaking so Oh no, hard. I know. I have like felt like I was going to throw up. We were sitting there like 
15 minutes early, like hovering our finger over the button. And then we waited one minute after the time we were supposed to call because we didn't want to look like psychopaths, (laughs) you know? Like we were so nervous. And literally like 20 seconds into it, we were like laughing and like had like an inside joke already. (laughs) They're already just like, yeah, just our type of people. Our type. So perfect. And so like finishing up here, I do want to read um, a quote from their mission statement because just this just sums it, it up. It could so be our perfectly. mission statement. It could. Honestly. It's the same thing. It's same. so perfect. Um, it's we believe that a feast is a space set apart from daily life where people feel that they are part of something bigger than themselves, surrounded by food, drink, and revelry. 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 Love that. It's like that little break in your day, you know, like to get back to our roots. Being with like, I'm just imagining like a feast, like I'm just digging into a fucking turkey leg. I have my goblet of mead. Mm -hmm. I am gossiping. You're gossiping with with everyone, all the people I love. I fucking love it. Or maybe new people that I've never met before who are my type of people. Like, I just love that. Those are like the little (sighs) things that like make us human. Like it makes us feel full and complete. You know, yeah. it has for forever. Exactly. And yeah, we're just so excited. There are some like-minded people out there doing great things. We are so honored, honored to be partnered with them and so excited to introduce you to all that they have to offer. 